I was admitted at around 5 p.m. there about. Nilikuwa naenda kwa dom, nikoonyesha dom. Eh, hey, mimi nimeingia hapo na baketi yangu. Niati nimefungia baketi yangu kwa kitanda. Eh, hey, tukaenda mm. sapa. Then after sapa it was entertainment. It was Saturday. Kukuja after enter baketi haiko. <laughs> wow, me and you both, bro. I can relate. I can relate. Yo, my my bucket wasn't there. I don't know anybody. Seen a uniform. Welcome back to the 2030 podcast new week new episode another interesting conversation that I'm looking forward to it's such a pleasure to have you guys listening in this week my name as usual it has not changed since last week in bad night Timothy Otieno and I'm not gonna move this bugger over here who by the way I defeated him in our last quiz game really bro. now Josh will you admit bro 2-0 Elijah karibu tena Thank you very much. You have broken I'm so a record. Glad to be here. You have broken have? a record officially. You're the first ah, guest that we yeah, to have to be featured on our podcast twice in one season. Wow, yeah. I'm excited. In, I'm quite in, in two totally different episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we last time we see you're not an expert in that topic. But this week I believe you'll be an expert in this topic. <laughs> this is a very, I count myself is, lucky. Let let let's see, let's see. I, this, I don't know man. <laughs> this, this this is a very intentional uh, choice and like last time, last time you got to kuski opinion. So yeah, atakamoli ulisema we see expert but ni sawa tu. Sorry for another day. So welcome back Thanks for coming again. Hope you're okay. Yeah, welcome. Hope you're doing great. I'm doing great. I'm enjoying life and taking it a day at a time. I hope everybody back at home you've been having a good week and you've been keeping safe and staying well. This week we're back with another interesting episode. As you well know, yeah. um there's been a lot of unrest in our high schools uh, today in this in this past I guess two months there's been a bit of an unrest in schools. I guess maybe because of uh, all the back to back um classes they've been going through and all we don't know, but we'd like to discuss yeah. it today. I want to discuss it today. I want to understand what could possibly be causing the unrest. Well, just based off of our own experiences for those of us who went to boarding school just want to have a look at how was boarding school like actually? Is it something that is actually very necessary today? And uh, that's basically how we want to kick it off today. So like for me first of all, I didn't go to I didn't go to boarding school. At any point, I never went to boarding school, but Yeah, this is just mm-hmm. a cool kid. I cool kids alenda high school, alenda boarding school by the way. Ni mitu school na boarding school. But regardless, I growing up with Elijah, mm-hmm. uh, for those who don't know Elijah is my cousin, but growing up with Elijah, I did get I guess a first hand experience or a second hand experience as to how growing up or going to boarding school was because I used to get your stories every time you come back from school. And that's why I even called you up for this episode episode because I wanted to find out like how your experience was like in real life. You can let us know mm-hmm. which school yeah. you went to, how was day one in school, and then Timmy yeah. can give us your experience mm-hmm. and then we can just flow the conversation from there. So Elijah, which school did you go to and how was day one school? Day one of Melancho Likwaje. Um I went to the mighty prestigious <laughs> St. Joseph's Boys high school in Kitale. Hey, hey. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, when I mentioned Kitale, um it's a very beautiful city, out uh, sorry, town. Uh it's in the it's in Transvaal County, the capital center of uh, Transvaal County. Um so I initially I I was called to a high school in Dagoreti uh, apa in it was Ruthimitu High School. So uh, I couldn't of course I was good actually the, in fact there's a time I was passing by that school <laughs> that school didn't have a fence sign on me pira juice on a to mejenga kuna fence kuta 
I can't offend. It was just, <laughs> it was just in my, <laughs> it only had one blog. <laughs> Where? Again, yeah, one blog and one stream for each class. So, yeah, Ruthie me too. Ruthie me too. Uh, uh, Ruthie me too, man. So I, of course I couldn't go to that school. So my grandma, <laughs> uh, I, 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 we call her darling and uh, God bless her soul. She managed to look for me uh, a school where she lives where she lived sure she used to live in Kitale and uh, luckily I I got a slot there and I got a slot on Friday and the principal was like our trove Nairobi ava wana kunga bichungumu siwataki but luckily we were related mm-hmm. we were related to Mr Obuogo he's called he, he was called Mr Peter Obuogo he's no longer at uh, St. Joseph's Boys. So we were related and, that, and that's what managed to get me that slot. And on Friday, we got the letter on Friday morning, then Friday afternoon, Mimi Ndoyo, North Rift, Nailekea, Eldoret, Kitale, Shule, Kesho Asubui, Saturday. So I didn't manage to get to Kitale uh, on time. So Nika Lala Eldoret mm-hmm. at my uncle's place. Um, and call Majanda. And then on Saturday morning, we left Eldoret at 6. By 8 a.m., nilikuwa shule, box, nini. I didn't have uniform. I was just with my uh, home clothes. And that's how I got there. So I got there. Uh, unfortunately, that day, um, it was a, an academic day for the Form 2s. And my, the Form 2s were late. And... Obogo that day was really angry, man. I know I was in <laughs> Kilimani Primary School. Kilimani at class seven, eight, we were never beaten. Kuchapua corporal punishment leash class six. So class six. Yeah, class six. So when I went to St. Joseph's, hey, we bokono ilikuwa the order of the day. Bokonayo. Hey, principal banakonanguvu bana alipiga wakijana 150. Biboko mbili mbili kila moja wao. And I'm wondering, eh? Wani mjamando otero hapo. 300. 300 strokes. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yo. Usicheze na mluya na biboko. That's what I came to learn. Inafaka kwa na halftime, bro. Eh, yo nafaka sema halftime. Kama alienda break. Ama tag team. Ikifika time ya kuchapa mtoto mluya thereabout no nilikuwa naenda kwa dom nilikuwa ni shodom eh mimi nimeingia hapo na baketi yangu ni ati nimefungia baketi yangu kwa kitanda eh tukaenda mm. sapa then after sapa it was entertainment it was saturday kukuja after enter baketi haiko <laughs> ah me and you both bro i can relate <laughs> i can relate yo my my bucket wasn't there i don't know anybody see a uniform Nikona nguo moja peke yake. I wasn't given uniform man. So nilibakinizo ngo zangu mpaka Tuesday. Yeah, I wasn't given uniform on Monday. It was yeah, it was on Tuesday or Wednesday. That's when I got my uniform man. So hiyo nguo nilikuwa nayo from Nairobi on Friday. Nilikanayo mpaka Tuesday Wednesday there about. And it was absolutely normal. Ah, wasema wakasema ah, hiyo utazoea tu. Yeye ni kawaida. ukirudiumbaniwaafter tumefunga sasa nunaosha cause ukiosha sweater hivi my friend are we only that is the last time you going to see that sweater and knowing kitale and the weather we couldn't take that risk okay. it was my friend ukidhubutu kuna mjamaa anakuona tu anasema hey, oh happy day oh happy day <laughs> 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 alangoja tio sote yako so yeah 
that was my experience uh, with then Joseph the first week yeah, and like, yo uh, I, I I had so I had wonderful experiences there and others were just harrowing um but I'll I'll talk about them later on if we get to that point Tim me I'm fascinated by yeah, the by the your stories yeah. I'm, I'm so it's making me glad that I went to day school like when when I was there your bucket ilikuwaaje Said, you know, I went to now the great now silence people now to Anyway, I'm joking. No, no, pan. For those who are listening who went through mini lisoma Sumbai's high school. <laughs> the great boys high school and when i began for me i i was not a border manzo manzo millions as a day scholar because at the time it was mixed mm-hmm. actually a large percentage of it at that time was a day school like 70% of it was day scholars and then just that percent was borders so millions are from one first term nikiwa day scholar but now in form 2 nikashift sasa nikakuwa nikakuwa boda sasa and i remember the first day jana vitu mbichi vile Elijah alikuwa anasema bucket imeandikwa jina yako mopi imeandikwa jina yako suitcase imeandikwa hata siko suitcase kwa nini anje hizo metallic boxes iko yako mama ameshona jina jina yako kwa sweater hapo nyuma na uzia white like everything had your name on it including your socks Yeah so it wasn't bad the first day was uh, of course kama umeingia system ya shule na umeingia kama you are a day scholar and then you transition into boarding it's usually not that easy but they want to survive nakumbuka gideri tulikula nilikula the first time gideri yenye ilikuwa na mawe mingi eh ilikuwa na weevils it was really a really really crazy time but aside from that of course the first day went well you go for preps like elaja was saying umeka bucket yako chini ya chini ya bed unatoka preps that evening unapata bucket haiko kwani watu wengine watu walichukua bucket zako na preps i don't know when those things used to disappear by then and they used to disappear at preps time when everybody is on preps na mnatoka preps at the same time new water but bado utapata ni yako basketball and the hockey guys had a really bad habit of uh, uh, using my towels okay not just mine they used to use towels on a first year sababu situlete preps tuko tunaendanga at 6:30 We used to go practically going on 6:30 and all the way to 10 but watu wengi wanacheza hockey na basketball basically any sport they were allowed to come to preps 30 minutes late at 7 so that waende waonge then wa change ndio waingie preps so yao ilikuwa anga 7 but the rest of us to 6:30 so any time ulikunatoka preps yako ya usiku for for moi kuna yenu unapata imeoza kitu So, that's the best i can describe so it used to form around people's necks because of just let's say kuvashati chafu ama bleza chafu just it was a hygienic thing and ironically basketballers na watu wa rugby ndio na watu wa hockey ndio walikuanga na hiyo condition sana sana so ukitoka preps upate towel yako ni baridi unajaribu kuimagine mazee msiako na ile skin condition ndio alijipanguza na hii towel yangu and i still have to use it so it was really really frustrating mentally i can't say our school had issues with bullying sana per se it was there but not to the extreme of some of the cases we've seen people talk about on social media josh like those conditions alone i remember i used to hear a lot of people talking about like conditions ashule like just touched on stuff to do with um, food and you know hygiene and all that stuff all those things are sound so unpleasant let me tell you guys are making me so happy 
Must I thank God for my parents? Regardless of that, <laughs> those those <laughs> those conditions sounded so unpleasant. But let me ask you guys, what did you guys hear about going to boarding school before you got there? Were you like warned about anything going into it? Um, yeah. Um even before I did my KCP exams, I was already told by my folks, yo, who's so mean Nairobi? You're going to Western or Nyanza? So I was mentally prepared. So even when guys used to ask me, yo, from Nigani, where you guys where you going to go to high school? I just told them it's not Nairobi, man. It's Nyanza or Western. So <laughs> so that's why Dagoriti. That's why that you you should let Dagorit. Yeah, it wasn't an option, definitely. Okay. Um, okay. So uh, I I talked to guys who are from Western. Um during those days we used to have our football team, Pale Jamu. So there were several guys who had gone to school in Western and they told me about the experience uh to straight up, you're gonna be cane there this you know you go but what you can do for yourself as a guy from nairobi um make the best out of sports and i i, I was in football i i was in ligindogo was in, in my primary school school team so when i went to high school and i played football ever since i was in class five so when i went to high school i straight up entered into the first team so it was easy for me you know, to mm. get some privileges here and there and I was recognized. So it wasn't so hard for me to adjust because I was told the food is not going to be great. There's going to have weevils, um, sleeping conditions. Weevils. Go to be, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so me, I was prepared, mentally prepared. Skumania boiled. <laughs> I was ready for it. I was in fact I was pumped up man. I was looking forward to it. I was looking I was, I was saying, to, saying to myself, I mean, I'm not going to be the last one. I'm and prison. I'm not the first I, one. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it was prison to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. yo, let, let's just roll with it. So we did and I did and it was um, a wonderful experience. In fact, in the fa- I remember the first few weeks of uh, high school, I wanted to get to acclimatize myself very quickly with the environment. So, ile ugali wasayo mafumo wengine wakibakisha mimi ni nilikona dishi. Because I also wanted to become big. So, na jambo unajua notion what ugali ukologali mingi unakuwa mkubwa. Yeye nilikuwa pala. So, mafumo wengine wakibakisha ugali I'm the I'm always there. Eh ni aje sympathy ugali yako. Sympathy ugali yako. Eh washanga eh ukijana Nairobi kuna mtu kwanza. But nilikuwa tu I was, yeah, but I was, was that person. If you used to come from Nairobi, it's actually true. But there was a stereotype about people who used to live in Nairobi, but school outside Nairobi. Yes. We were judged so much. So uh me I, I actually didn't care so i just wanted to do what the guys there were doing an easy experience for me you know it was four years so i might as just blend with everybody and the culture there not everything mm. though, but uh, some the ones which i thought would help me wow that's interesting let me ask how was it now like team for you how was like study life is the conditions are not affecting your 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 study life in any way am i just didn't notice oh, yeah. it so, so study life like for me generally generally by the way despite um iso jibaket kuibiwa tawel kufanyika nini i never ex- experienced the extreme end of bullying as you would call it nyenye nimeona watoto wakisema online au unaambia ukate nyasi na sijui nail cutter sijui hug mti nawembe when we sijui andike usome mtu sijui set book hadi alale then sijui amke sangapi no that, that one wasn't it wasn't that bad uh, but also it affects cuz you know adjusting like i told you for me when i started i started as a day scholar and then i transitioned into boarding in my second term and i remember the first morning preps after i joined boarding nilichelewa uh, what our school used to do so they used to ring the bell at 
ilikuwa 430 ama 345 for 30 for 30 was when the preps needed to start but the bell would be rang at 415 the first no, bell what time do you sleep sorry uh preps used to end at at 10 no what time do you so sleep you, Oseko? Oseko. so utalaleta imenyu unajisikia tu but after around mid after 10 same to midnight by the time 10 ishe then mwana mpige story ah. wakwenda kuoga waoge wakukula ile gideri libaki wakule so tuseme yeah. unalala midnight Yeah, our school was really strict then kuamka ilikuwa 4:30 by 4:40 lazima ukwe eh for that unaamka 4:40 lazima ukwe ndani ya class kama huko biboko eh as we didn't have a by the way biboko hiyo ya kukosa kuingia preps rumini ni chapo of course the first day you are going to sleep yeah i dragged my feet nini so by the time bell ya pili ilikuwa ring up for 25 by the third bell for 30 all doors are classrooms iko locked so ukipatikana nje kuna ukipatikana nje mnapelekwa wote kwa hall muna chapo kama that first time and tulipigwa na fellow prefect it wasn't even a teacher the fellow prefect who cleaned us by the way in the morning at 4:00 and it's cold tukachapa yeah. <laughs> i think it's kwa sita and then tukapelekwa hall sasa to mop to mop hall nyingine kubwa and then eventually come back to polmo study 5:00 and that's your first morning But the time sasa utaru okay utaenda utaenda after 5:30 you're supposed to go back to preps but preps ends at 6. So basically there's nothing you have done that morning. And then there's nothing I did that first and, morning. And that was your day, that was your first morning. That was your first morning. That was my first morning. Uh-huh. That was my first morning. Wow. No, no. Later on it became an issue kidogo because because now i really didn't know the rules and all that so later on the prefects body had to apologize because nobody had told me about his obel statue and all i didn't been given like a proper orientation but okay. still i had to adapt no no okay. academically it, it time you get used to it personally mimi i didn't mind staying in boarding school honestly I actually enjoyed it the way like anasema i was away from nairobi so it was okay i adapted with time i can't affected my academics that much because i wasn't bullied that much hey yo hey what's up guys bro anyway since you mentioned bullying let me read for you guys a few there's a there's a thread that i came across here on twitter and it had a lot of um stories because we are basically discussing we're trying to trying to see if maybe some of the conditions in our boarding schools today have an effect or maybe the life has an effect on the mental you know the mental state of our students that would cause them to do you know what we are seeing in schools today and so i came across this tweet um this guy or it's a guy he was asking about high school traumas he was just saying can we discuss high school traumas and this was specific to kenyan schools so um a lot of a lot of what was happening here was especially in regards to bullies like um stories of uh, bullying that were rampant sana and that was actually this tweet got like like 1500 by the uh turn like what you can engagement mob like like 400 comments and a lot of these guys are just talking about their schools and um as far as, far as it regards to uh, bullying so let me read for you a few of them so he, the person himself who tweeted that lisema at akio form 1 at anasema nikio form 1 i used to sing to form 4's lullaby hadi walale because i had a coastal accent akasema <laughs> So this is like a, I'll just refer another msemgina kasema and kuna form 4 alikuwa amenizoea alinihanda nikiwa mono niende alikuwa na mahanda kiwa mono atiniende kumdelete juu 
revolution block atimikaenda ku akisema one time vile alimtuma kwenda ku let me paraphrase it said that one time when you want to dilute your juice yake alenda kaikojolea kiasi alafu nikaongeza maji akurudi nikaambia nikunywe hiyo juice ati nimekawia sana hani mimi Does he say whether he's good or not? Uh, 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 no. No. Ah, December, all I so and then there's some other tragic ones. Um before <laughs> tragic ones, but before let me before I get to any really bad, let me read one more. Sorry. Ati nilianguka na bike mbele ya form 4. Nikaambia ati nirudie juu wengine wakuona. Anguke tena. didn't mention the schools. So, so as funny as, funny as those ones were, it, it it's mm. traumatic for a number of them because aside from that there are some really really nasty ones because of those there are cases of rape and these are majority of these guys by the way were guys who are talking about it many of them about molestation about rape but they came came out um constantly amongst his comments and i was mm. just wondering like i don't know about you guys but if you if you look at it don't you think that such conditions have an effect on how people like study how people you know feel in school like just like the whole environment is so unconducive for study don't you do you think that this would be something that would cause somebody cause much i mean do you think that something like like it would be justifiable if such things are happening to them and they're not being curbed by the school people should just suck it up until they finish since it's just four years for me at that particular time when we were in high school it was just like it up and continue you know the first one and neither will you be the last one mm. you know uh, but we were brought up in a in a generation where you know it, you just had to swear where mm. swear but mm. find a way to adapt when elena maisha but um the current generation i don't think they can do that you know mm-hmm. these guys um they have gotten used to the soft life if I may say, if I may say, and they can't really handle the, the pressures and the hurdles that we faced during our high school days. And mm-hmm. to be honest, if you are look, if we are really being honest, um, no, nobody should face those kind of traumas that we faced during our days in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it just wasn't right. To be honest reading some of those stories um definitely those experiences affected the individuals more than we may think in my opinion you know sai unaza dani unaza unaza unashanga kwa nini somebody is always angry mm, but yeah. you know that is because of that you know some some of these characters character traits that you see are because of the experiences guys went through during high school you know and you know one thing about bullying is some guys i would continue that trend because i was also bullied so yeah. i need to bully mm-hmm. somebody else exactly you know it's a system yeah, so, culture yeah it's a culture and uh, unfortunately it it still is being pra- mm. pra- practiced up till now mm. and it shouldn't be you know we should kids shouldn't go through those harrowing experiences but my question is it's mm. it's something that has been there for for as, for as long as we can remember i had about it on before guys went to like i had about it when you guys went in, in high school you had about it before you went to high school you hearing about that stuff happening today like the schools that hear about these things why don't they take some action to make things happen. Why do you think they just let it slide? Do you think it's just because they they think that it's just a normal thing? Tim. I really don't think the schools let it slide. I think these things happen for the most part that is. I think for the most part these things happen under the radar so to speak. Or even if the authorities in school, teachers, administration know about it, they don't know the extent of 
what's happening because at the end of the day tukienda useme eh by the way when you kwa snitch tuseme sasa uko snitch when you wambe mode eh maze jana sijui niliambiwa nikate nyasi ama niliambiwa nilale na mattress kwa huko kifil when wambe mwalimu fine the teacher might take action punish this prefect but at the end of the day sharing the dome yeah. this person yeah. you get yeah. at the end of the day you are interacting with this person more than the mwalimu the mwalimu will either go home Mm. you will still have to coexist with these same same prefects who you went and routed out and then also kuna ile culture ya lazima ukoe speaking up is seen as a form of weakness of some sort unaona vile Elijah alikuwa anasema unakatunga ngumu na hustle una hiyo system inakuzoea wapi unaizoea na unaizoea na yanakuzoea so at the end of the day those who don't go out to snitch and cry and whine to the teachers are seen as the superior ones in that quote unquote ecosystem so that's how it is for boys school i don't know how different it is for girls school but for the boys school i felt that was the main issue don't say it because if you say it you're only bringing more problems to yourself and then it makes you look quote unquote weak you know if i think about it i really feel like this is why we don't see boys or boys schools or let me say boys being amongst the top students in the country or being the top student in the country. I remember there's a time when Jess uh, Magoha was reading the results, I don't know if it was last year, last year but one, and he was so happy to see a gent like, oh, finally, a boy. Yeah, finally, a boy, and he may come through. Like, it was actually a surprise. But when I look at these stories, and I'm telling you, like, when I, when I was reading through this, this Twitter thread, majority, like, 80% of the stories that I saw here I only saw actually only came across a story from one lady only one lady concerning like um oh. so is her panties and bras being stolen and taken away and stuff like that you see and but not that her story is any less than the other but the fact that there were fewer in number in comparison to the gentlemen maybe it was just uh, this is just a very small sample size but regardless the degree to which these people the things that these guys are going through it's crazy because like you're saying guys are expected to be tough sasa wanyamazie but msema kwa raped mazi a guy has been raped na kulikuwa na time hapa naona like multiple guys have been raped people don't yeah. know yeah. but you also know Josh at that time yeah. unajua high school is where many people develop lifelong characters yeah. so at that time when it's happening to you self i don't think it registers in most young people's heads that this is rape that this is manipulation or molestation or sodomy yes it could but you don't it doesn't register how serious that is unaona later on when you become older you unaanza to find out eh enye ni nini nilifanywa enye ni nini nilifanya una get because join high school for man ukiwa how like 13 14 you know time you meanza adolescent just trying to find out about sexuality your voice is breaking if you're a girl boobs inaanza kutokea na hips unaona so you also don't know what's going on with your body you don't know what you're feeling you don't know what your emotions are and this the ecosystem that I was talking about takes advantage of that innocence and especially in terms of sexuality your maturity and all that and and that's why you cannot to trace people who say they are lesbians or gays or investigate you'll find more often than not they were introduced to this when they were in high school because you still don't know you're mapping your way around sexuality and who you are and what it means and your hormones taking over your thought process and all that and the ecosystem itself just goes towards abusing you without even you knowing mm. that this is abuse so that's what i was saying so eventually badai hey, what i did is not okay and even if you knew that before you don't know how serious it was and how, until people now share that on twitter like you remember for your post i remember there was a very nice there was a very bad foul comment about somebody who had uh-huh. been abused in a really uh-huh. really bad way by the way it was one of the ones that got a lot of reaction which at a mean kwa nasemenge kwa mimi naye kama mbaya mbaya mazimia fadhali nikoe suspended siongo but now you see unaona this person is living with that he's probably going to live with that yeah. for the rest of his life and this person yeah. has been damaged because of an innocence that was taken away from him without 
him having much say or control over it. And that's and like Elijah was saying, when a person grow up, he ends up becoming somebody who's angry. And that's why I say I'm angry. And I react to funny, funny to different situations. And it's because there's some stuff that they went through that maybe they never dealt with or like you said, maybe they never understood really well. And they start to spring up in their relationships and in different ways as they grow up. I think that it's very important to be very self-aware when we grow up to understand why do I behave that I behave or react that I react. Could this be as a result of something that I went through? And then another thing is if something bad has indeed happened to you, casually. If you're listening to this, for example, if someone's listening to it, and maybe somebody did go through something, and then Elijah and Tim are saying, this is what is normal. From the outside looking, maybe I don't see those things. I don't see those things as normal. And I can't accept it as normal, to be quite honest. Maybe for somebody who's in it, they can say it's normal to them. But if you accept something that is truly yeah. bad to honestly be normal, that thing, you'll have to deal with it somewhere in the future. Atakama kitu meificharaje, eventually, lazima kitu tadiluidu uko mbele. So you might as well be very self-aware and realize what is this thing that I went through analyze it and see how can I deal with it. As guys, I'm glad, like the way we're here, most times as guys, we tend to suck things up. We don't like to, <laughs> we don't yeah. like to expose things like who cares about this thing and all that. But we are the ones in this community in Donaskiwasekwa News, Maze, they are beating their wives, killing their children and doing all this crazy stuff. And all these things have a root cause somewhere, by the way. Hakuna kitu nakonga random kwa dunia. Hakuna to random kila kitu iko na iko na root mahali so tukikakama machali we, we, we can't be like as guy saying ati hapana what ikitu ni kitu too normal to me nilienda too through sikila mtu alienda through just because everybody else went through it just because everybody else went through it doesn't make it normal and it shouldn't be received as something that is normal and so i think that's something that that i mm-hmm. felt like we we really need to point across maybe lastly Tim, maybe i can ask you from for the schools, the teachers, the prefects, and maybe the government, what do you think that they could do to make mm-hmm. maybe conditions slightly more conducive for the guys in school right now? Like those who, like if you assume you are in their shoes or remembering how school was for you. So I would say, based on my personal experience, and I think this is an experience of anybody who's been to a public high school, I think for me, I would have suggested that um, the leadership, be it school management, Ministry of Education, needs to give young people a, a platform where they could also speak about how they want to be treated, how they want their living conditions to be. In the four years that um, me, I schooled at Kisumu Boys High School, not once were we ever called as students for like a session where we are just told, what are your issues? What are your concerns? How can we improve this? How can we improve that? And I'm I'm right now studying in a system in another country, which is really opening up my eyes because just yesterday, we were in the we were in the middle of our term, and just yesterday, we were given all, all students were sent out emails where they fill some sort of a survey to give feedback to the school and the administration about their specific courses where you are told, tell us about your course. Is it relevant? What do you like about it? What do you like about the teaching? What don't you like about the teaching? Is the teaching material good? Is the accommodation okay? No, and I like that feedback system. I echo in our high schools, Kavisa. In our high schools, it's more authoritarian. Like what the government has said, what the principal has said, the, the opinion of the child is lost. Because by the time you're reaching high school, mm-hmm. you see nursery school, people are yeah. wearing bibs and drooling on themselves and urinating on, the, on themselves. By the time somebody is reaching high school, this is a 12-year-old, 13-year-old, 14-year-old, mm-hmm. who I believe can actually articulate this is where the, the shoe pinches. This is where I think this can yeah. improve. So if I, I feel if the system could allow mechanisms where either maybe every term or every once a, once a month in school term, the teachers and the administration get to sit down with the students to ask them what their issues are. Is the accommodation comfortable? What can we do? Mm. To, you, you might not be able to change everything. Realistically speaking, you could raise a hundred issues 
But even if the school works on two of the issues out of their hundred, there's a progress that has been made, however minute. And the thing is this, huh? what we are seeing now, in my opinion, with schools burning and everything that's happening, I feel like with dialogue, if somebody sat down and actually talked to the students to find out, instead of just hammering corrections on them and saying, suck it up and all that, like actually listen to some of the things mm. that they're saying. Just something so small that could be resolved that can make it better. Rather than thinking that this children because sometimes I feel like maybe maybe teachers by default think that every child nikichongumu. But like you said, people know at, at this stage of life, they know where the shoe pinches yeah. them. And like you said, it's important to actually ask them what uh, where is your shoe, where is the shoe pinching you? Or have just a, a platform where they can actually say something. Because like for example, in the case of uh, what I mentioned, the tweet which had stories are rape cases. There's a case where like seven students were raped at one time. One time, because seven boys, one, 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 I'm a raped, imagine. All those seven boys went home with that trauma. But all those seven boys, had they had the platform to speak out, could have said something. This is happening in this school. Because you find that there may have been seven, but there may, may not have been the last ones, nor may they have been mm. the first ones. And how many will we let that happen to before we see more schools burning? Some things can be resolved with just a little bit of dialogue. Because we say, again, where the minors understand, we send us a picture through that, but Hataki could report, like, let's say, verbally or to a teacher, or Hataki come by the parents at Oloshule because he has to repeat, or he has to. There's so many things that go through a child's mind. But if Mutuaki is a Tukondikata letter, Asamaze, this and this and this is happening in school just for the teachers to pay attention a little bit more. That's important. Yeah. I think that's really, really important. I don't actually think Elijah. Strikes, when, those, uh, when, those, when those guys go on strike, just before Elijah, just before Elijah, let me, allow me to jump in. I'm sorry. But just before, because it's not the first time kids are burning their schools. It's not the first time kids are rioting, especially yeah. in a very rampant third term. Wakati KCSE in Caribbean. Yeah. It happened under Kaimeni, when Kaimeni was education CS, it happened under Amina Mohammed. And now it is even happening under Matiangi when it was education CS, mm. now under Magoha. And every other time, the Ministry of Education sets up a task force to investigate the cause of why those schools are being burnt or why children are going on strike. And if you probe Vizuri Kindly Wangali the composition of this task force, there is nobody under 20 in those task force. The county education mm. officer, the principal, the district education officer, and what were ministry. Mm. So where is the child? Because these are the mm-hmm. people who are going out to burn their own dormitories. Include them exactly. in those task force. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm telling you. The exactly. voice of the young person is omitted in all this. Uh, well, this thing is a perennial exactly. problem that if it's not said even next year, I, I, yeah, most definitely. And I just want to echo what Tima said. And, you know, systems grow when you inject new ideas. And I just think and feel that our system, uh, 844 system to be specific, has not really grown um, because of not, not in, injecting new ideas, injecting new ways of thinking, new ways of tackling mm-hmm. challenges. And to be fair, mm-hmm. I think this the reason why schools are being burnt at this particular time, it's because this is the first time this lot, any lot whatsoever, uh, has gone to school when during a pandemic, you know. Yep. So we definitely are not going to tackle the challenges the same way you tackle when we didn't have the pandemic. You know, it, it, mm-hmm. the, the, right now it is back-to-back learning. Go home for for a week, then go back to school. And, you know, somebody might give a, a reason that um, these kids were home for eight, six months, you mm-hmm. know. Exactly. Uh, I mean, that's not a reason because even then they were still you learning. Carry over you know, yeah. And even then, they were still learning, and it, most definitely. So then they were learning. Then here, then again, we just continuing to learn. And you know, knowing our system is just 
it's just too much for them to handle. Um, and the new the generation Z, their concentration levels are really low compared to us, you know, mm. you know, and, and that's not a fault of their own. It's the way life is right now. We just, you know, swipe left, swipe right, swipe up, down, mm. you know, we don't re- even watching a movie right now is, is a struggle for many people without, you know, holding their phones and doing something else. So mm. for them, I think it's just too much for, for them to handle. And we have, we have to yeah. listen to them and we just have to agree that these guys, they need a break. I mean, and it's good that they were given that mid-term break. It was yeah. very helpful. And then the, the ministry right now, um, I'm not too much of the idea that the kids need to be listened to so much. Um, they they should have a, an avenue where the kids can raise concerns and air uh, the issues. That's the thing. Yeah. 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 But, you know, they're still children and children don't know what is good for them sometimes. They might think it's good for them, but in real sense, experience has taught us that it's not good for them. You know, like Tim was giving that example of um, how we used to say, mm-hmm. but you know, we really don't know the consequences, but they, they've yeah. seen they've been there before so I've they know the, stuff, yeah. the, the consequences and that's why the, the bible yeah. says you know spare the road to spoil the child you know as, yeah. as, as, well, I, I there's also a part where it says as, as a child is stupid and it, it, it's mm-hmm. a fact you know and that's why some of some sometimes we come to regret the, the decisions we made when we were young um mm. later on in life because we thought that was the best yeah. decision at that particular time, but in real sense, it wasn't. It was the yeah. best according to the the way we were thinking, but not according to what was pertinent for that particular yeah. uh, scenario. So I yeah. yes, we need to listen to these kids for sure, but we oh. don't have to mm. take in everything that they tell us. Everything. Yeah, we just have That's to find true. that right balance, you know, uh, and then. Yeah. I think we would be we will be in a better position. Uh, luckily, we're getting rid of this 844 system, so hopefully, um, the new curriculum will incorporate yeah. all these you know issues that we are raising in their system now. I really like to. I'm really I'm really looking forward to seeing how it will be in high school. I can see how it works in primary school, but I want to really see how it works in high school, yeah. especially like in a boarding setting how that CBC will work, it it will be very, very interesting to see. And I look forward to hearing the stories and the results that will come out of it, just to see how, whether or not it is indeed successful. My challenge, but my challenge actually is, um, the, we are, we, the, the same teachers who are teaching in the 844 system are the same ones who are going to be teaching in the new system. The new system. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, so you're going with the, an old mentality to a new environment <laughs> it's, it's going to be challenging a bit you know and yeah. my my issue is um i've lost my train of thought uh my biggest issue is how teachers and students relate uh-huh. you know it's a, we, in some schools it has been it's us against them you know <laughs> and there's no relationship between the teacher and the student Whereas I think uh, right now, I mean, we're in modern times. I mean, it, it's not it's not that serious, you know. Mm. We can be friends, and you can be my teacher, and I can be my and, and I can be a student. We just have to find that balance, just the same way it is in campus. Yeah, yeah. you know, some of these kids so. are come from families that don't um, embrace the the fatherliness, the motherliness. You know, it's just too strict. And they need to be taught that, you know, uh, you can talk to me uh, like a friend and we can converse mm-hmm. and we can, you know, share our experiences and we can, I can guide you as an elder brother, as an elder sister, you know, rather than just as a as a teacher. And that teacher is seen like a police, you know, you're too strict. It's like, it's like you're, <laughs> you're, a, you're a prison warder, you know. Uh, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that way. It should be. You know, there's a sort of a teacher-student relationship that is peaceful, 
that is understanding, mm-hmm. you know, and you can get to share your experiences with your teacher freely and they don't, they're not judgmental. Because if we had that in the current system, I'm pretty sure some of these cases that you were reading, Josh, would have been, mm-hmm. you know, um, the teachers would have been told of and maybe mm-hmm. the situation would have been arrested quite easily and those boys apprehended. Mm-hmm. Because there's no, let me tell you, like, sorry to cut it short. Because, like, for example, there's absolutely no reason why a boy who's, I know, Tim, you're saying that you'll go back to school and you'll tell a teacher and, and you'll still have to go back to the to the dorm with these boys. There's absolutely no reason why a boy who's raped another boy should even stay in school. Like, that's an immediate expulsion and a criminal case. Mm-hmm. Immediately. Like this, absolutely no. That's not something that on a summer to you at a chapel. I love our debug. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like, but like the alleged you're saying, if somebody can have a conversation, had a good relationship with a teacher, for example, you can mention it to one teacher, and that teacher can see the best way to approach such a situation. Yeah. That's that's been it, guys. Um, it's a very wide, a very broad topic. A lot that we could discuss as far as this is concerned. But I hope that for you who's listened. I hope that you can relate to some of the things that we've said here. How was your experience like? Would really like to hear how your experience was in high school. What do you wish you knew going into high school? What do you wish the people in authority would know, you know, to try and make things better so that even for our children, for our brothers and our sisters who are coming up, we're going to get into our school, um, this high school soon enough. How can you make those conditions a lot better for them? Remember here, the 2030 podcast, it's always discussions to inspire action. And I hope that you can do some good with these discussions. So thank you so much for listening all the way to the very end. As always, you can engage with us at the 2030 podcast on Instagram. We're very grateful for your time. And Elijah, Santa Sana for making the time to be here. Asante for sharing your stories and your experiences. Thank you for the invite. I really enjoyed it. Alumni, Rudy Mirtu. Rudy Mirtu. Boy, am I glad I went to day school. Oh my goodness. That is the one thing I take away from this episode. I'm so glad I went to day school. Actually, hey, actually, yeah. um, I would go back to high school, you know. You still have to go back to boarding school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I would, George. Yeah. I'd actually I, 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 I think I would. I think I would. I would still the experience was the experience was it was quite something, but it it just gave me a different perspective to life. And, you know, and yeah, people I, say you can't. People say you can't miss what you never had. You true. That's what they say. So you can't start missing. Yeah. So to each one his own. So thank you so much for being a part of this episode. Thank you guys for listening. As always, my name is Joshua Folorun. So my name is Timothy Otieno. And this has been the 2030 podcast. See you next week for another interesting episode. Have a blessed week. Bye bye. Bye.